Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Welcome everybody to a very sad day for Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. I'm Cam in Florida. Jam in Connecticut. And Steve in London. Uh, very sad to have you all here, guys. I don't want to really go into the history of the stats and stuff. I mean, I think the game speaks for itself what's happened. I know you're all in shock. But I think the stats for this game actually lie. But I'm going to just start off with the stats. But they, if stats ever did lie, it's definitely today. We had 53% possession. They only had 47. They had 12 shots. We had 10. Seven for them on target. Four for us on target. Four corners each. They committed 12 fouls. And we committed three, 13 fouls. If you look at just those stats, you'd think it was a pretty even game. But as you guys all know, that's not, not nowhere near the truth. So uh, um, let's just go straight into, let's talk about Nuno's selection because he, he did seem to, I didn't like the selection, but a lot of people thought it was very innovative. Uh, Steve, what do you think of the selection? What did you think was innovative? What did people think was innovative about that selection, Kamal? Any, anything I couldn't... Um... Well, more five pl- attacking players. Well, allegedly, 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 I think is the important um, proviso there. Um, I I was I'm not sure what else he could have um, uh, chosen uh, other than I would have played skip. I would have had skip in there from the start. Um, I think he he has some sort of perverted loyalty for for Delhi and for Harry, to be honest. Um, I I think we have to accept that we're, we're not actually a very good team. Um, mm. even with our best team out there, our best selection. Uh, I suppose people do query about Ndombele continuing to play. I've still got, I still think he's got something. Mm. And we don't have anything in midfield in terms of creativity. So we do need something. Um, my view is you play Ndombele as close to the main front man as you possibly can so that he can do some damage on the edge of their box rather than do damage on the edge of ours. Um, mm. And we didn't. Well, I mean, uh, after 10 minutes, you knew you were going to lose, didn't you? You didn't know how many by. <laughs> um, once the third one went in, it was like, can we keep this respectable? Mm. Um, it's, I mean, you've asked about the, the team the team selection, really, and the way that was set up. I don't know what else he could have done, really. I mean, he's, he's oh. limited on, um, on the so players he's yeah. got. Okay. Jem, do you agree with that? I, I mean, I don't I, agree with Steve. I don't agree with Steve you. as far as him being limited, but I think it, it was clear that there's no innovation there. It was a very... Uh, un, it, coming off the matches that we have seen in the last few weeks, it was a very disappointing selection. I said it in our last uh, post-match that I don't want to see Deli Ali start again, and there he is starting. Um, I think Brian, Brian Hill, who's been one of our more exciting players, you know, he, he definitely has raw talent, has, could develop. This is the kind of match, you know, throw him in there, give him a chance. He's, he's at least producing something um, and advancing to play more than Deli Ali has done in over a year and a half. Um, and And you know, and Dombele, I'm not saying he should be dropped, but Skip should have definitely started. You know, there, there's no reason why Skip and, and Hoiberg and Ndombele shouldn't start together. Um, and then, and then you look at the other the other selection. Uh, Sanchez was a weird one. I don't think Romero should have been dropped. I mean, I didn't see any reason for Sanchez to start or Romero to be dropped either way. Um, you know, I, I think there needs to be some solidity in that centre back pairing. There, you know, centre backs become good when they play week in, week out, every single match together, not when they're you know thrown about 
you know, whoever, whoever feels like playing today plays and it's, it's ridiculous. And I said it in our group chat, um, you know, no plan, Nuno. That's his, that's his, that's his new nickname for me. No plan. We all saw it after 10 minutes. The game plan was not working or whatever his plan was. There was no game plan. It, yeah. there, would be, there was no game plan, but there, Arsenal were prepared and they had uh, a tactic to overrun our midfield. Oh. And Ndombele with Hoiberg just couldn't handle it. And um, there was no support from Delhi. Delhi was just up, staying up front all the time. Um, and, you know, we all saw that after 10 minutes. They scored in like a 20th minute. Still no change. They scored their second goal, which was a very good goal. You know, I don't think there was any individual mistakes. But then after the second goal, you say still no changes. And then the third goal is like, we're wide open. We're left on a counter attack with three against two players. And that's just, it's, it's ridiculous that. Let's talk about the game. Nothing in was a minute, changed. Cam. We'll talk about the game in a minute. Yep. Let's go back to the selection. Time. I want to go back to the selection. Let me have my say on the selection. I think you, you probably said what I was going to say is to select a team. You guys, you first got to have a game plan and an idea of how you're going to play and what you're going to play. I don't see any game plan. I haven't seen anything uh, to change my mind today. Um, I think that you signed uh, Emerson, who is a right back and actually a pretty good right back from what I saw him in the second half, which we'll talk about later. He don't get a game. You signed who was the best defender in Serie A last season. Um, he don't get a game. Uh, you signed a young creative player in uh, Brian Hill, who was brought in to, to help create chances to, to run, who's got speed, technically probably more gifted than most of the players in that team. He don't get a game. You sign, who's in effect, and you signing for me in Skip, you sent him away. I know he was on loan, but he's come back to the team. He don't get a game. So we're left with uh, all the crap that we've seen in the last two years. Excuse my language. I know we don't use those words here. Um, and, he, and he picks from those. So we can say that, as Steve says, we've got a really poor team here, but we've got a manager who hasn't got a clue what he's doing. I, I, I will go back to saying about uh, um, uh, uh, Dele and Ndombele and Kane, probably the worst three players on that field today, without any doubt. I know that we spent two years and with a year and plus on this channel attacking our, our defence and attacking and sometimes a goalkeeper. But right now we've got the mid the, the state of the midfield and the fact that Kane really um would rather be shopping in Sainsbury's than um oh for the American viewers Walmart um than uh, um playing for Tottenham. There's two no two ways about it. There's absolutely nothing about it. All I saw was one player on that field really gave a crap, and that was um, Son. He seemed to run around, he seemed to really care, and he seemed to try his best, but what can he do? Uh, that my, my biggest problem with the selection were th- th- that midfield, and you say they didn't have a choice. He could have put Skip in, he could have put um, Kiel in, he could have done a lot of different things that would have probably uh, taken on board the fact that the way that Arsenal was set up with um, uh, Rowe, Saka, and Odegaard, it's almost like he had absolutely no no understanding of what their team is or what how they were playing. I mean, you know, he's expecting Hoybier on his own running around there because he um, with, with the other five players just staring at Hoybier all through the game. Uh, what else did we expect, Steve? Do you uh, want to change your opinion? Well, no, no, not entirely. But I mean, I did say I think that Skip should have started, and I think Gill is still he is a, an impact player to come on at as the other team's tiring, I think, having seen him in the, um, whatever, that other Mickey Mouse tournament we're in as well, where he, he does start. Having said all that, he did, it was his interception tackle that got us the goal from Son. Mm. Um, and I think he did do a, a, a few good things as well. But I don't, 
I know you talked about game plans. It's surely it's also about you don't need a game plan to be committed. You don't need a game plan to try your best. And I think um, I, I felt sorry for uh, Jaffet Tanganka because he got substituted at half time, and he at least he was showing some fight. Mm. He was um, getting in their faces a bit. He was trying. Okay, you know he got maybe in into um, Wilfred Saha's face a bit too much when he got um, sent off the other day. But you know he sh- he showed some fight, and I'm happy with that. Um, I think as well, two of those goals were Kane's fault. Yeah, you you know almost the first one is we were pressing and then they they broke and they broke because the goalkeeper was able just to play the ball out. All the rest of the Spurs team by that point were pressing and Kane ambled over to the goalkeeper, allowing him to play that pass, which then unfolded. There's a lot a long way to go before it goes in the yeah. goal, but that was the beginning. If he had if he had pressed at that point, the goalkeeper would have played it long and we'd have probably got possession. And then of course there's the other goal where he mm-hmm. falls just over hurt. his own feet. Mm-hmm. And then hurtles back just in time to get into the penalty area to distract our own defenders who had, I think, pretty well had the thing under control until he decided to throw himself to the ground. No, I mean, I think that's the worst game I've seen Kane ever play. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he had one sort of shot, which was good, actually, an early shot. But he had one other balloon shot, which was, a you know, rugby three pointer, whatever. Uh, I, I'm not sure yeah. it's three points. But anyway, it's I'm not rugby. yeah. So, I, I mean, I uh, yeah, I think Kane had an appalling game. Um, I do. I think Skip should have started. Uh, I think Gill should certainly be given a choice, uh, a chance now, because um, what, why should no one else? No one else can do it, can they? Um, well, just try. Steve, just to just to recap, I mean, Gill watched him in the Olympics for the um, Spanish team. He played most of the games there, but I now watching watch some of that. Because he was playing, and he was pretty good all the way through. So he he's got a lot of skill. They did get to the final, and they got beaten by Brazil, I believe, in the final. But um, it was um, pretty. I think it was on penalty, so it was a pretty close, close game. So we've got a silver Olympic silver medal. Jam, you you, you, meant, you talked a bit about the goals, and 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 Steve's already mentioned Kane was culpable for two. What I saw were wide open spaces in midfield where every time Arsenal, I mean, they have spoiled for choice who to pass it to, who to take a pop at. How many of them were lining? They were just lining up whilst we were just standing there like statues watching them. What was your take on, well, I mean, uh, you could say the first, most second. Of, most time. of that, yeah. Most of that first half, um, it, it felt like we were, you know, you know, in the training videos, you see they have those like the silhouettes of players. Yes. And it just it literally yeah. felt like that a lot of the time because Arsenal had so much space to move into. And this is what I talk about, like like making changes during the middle of the match because Nuno has no real plan. We we saw how open the match was. It was like not hard to to figure it figure out and be like okay i know it's still the first half but we need to make a change make a substitution somebody needs to come off and we need to solidify that midfield and you know a nobody manager could do that you know you could do that doing for for coaching kids that are five years old and make and see that happen and make a quick difference and make a quick change and and nuno has not done that and he tried to do it in the second half but i mean it's three nil by then what are we going to do um agreed kane was so poor like Steve said um, and having said that Kane could have also had three goals today you know there was a good uh, that header went wide he could have easy it was an easy you know we've seen him score those headers you see, it's a, I don't know if it's, if it's just me being uh, uh, um, uh, picky but he seemed to be happy that it went wide rather than it went in I don't know I don't go that far you know but I think he should have had a penalty as well actually. he should have definitely had a penalty and then he had a, that other shot where he just uh, lifted it over to keeper wide again which is like an easy another easy goal for him he would have scored that you know nine times out of ten 
He may um, have been offside, though. Almost. He may have been offside, but the game, you know, play continued. Yeah. Either way. I mean, so basically, I, I mean, just let's just reflect a bit on the first half. The Nuno's out there. He sees his team being totally overrun. Don't forget, they didn't score till 20 minutes, but they had about at least, what, five or six chances before then? Before then, the first 20 minutes. I mean, every single one of us could see that there was a, this is what was about to happen. That the uh, the team was about was was on the verge of collapse. Would you agree, Steve? Uh, yeah, no, I mean absolutely. And wouldn't you have thought that any manager would have decided actually someone should have taken leadership, someone should have shouted out, maybe brought somebody on? I mean, um, he did not. Well, I think. I mean, he was just he, he decided he would try and get through to half time, didn't he? And then uh, then cha- to change things at half time, which right. was probably the reasonable thing to do. Those players have got you into that awfulness they can at least try and stumble through to half time hmm. um I, I mean i worry we haven't really got a leader on the pitch either i haven't got a leader anywhere yeah i mean larissa's captain i mean you got, I, I don't like a, a goalkeeper being a captain because they're at one end of the pitch they're not in the midst of it you need someone in sort of hoiberg's position to be captain i'm not suggesting he should be but you know well, Kate captain, doesn't care, captains does he? are a center half aren't they they're a captains are a center half or they're in the midfield no. Kate, so Kate that's where they there. can influence Kane was our well, actual captain. I mean, and he's he's not he's not Kane's moving not, anyone no, anyone he's not, anywhere. He's not a roll your sleeves up. We're in the trenches now. Fixed bayonets. He's not that sort of captain. No. Okay, so we're three 0 down. Here comes half time. Nuno takes off um, Delhi and takes off Tanganga. Leaves on Ndombele. who was absolutely um, whatever Steve says. Did absolutely nothing. He didn't <laughs> defend. He didn't. He didn't create. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, I don't know what he did. Very good at pirouetting around and holding the ball, missing the passes, holding it too long. Didn't do absolutely anything. Complete luxury. A luxury player when we're 3-0 down. He kept him on. So, again, we're talking about um, management, game management from, from Nuno. Um, and uh, the second half, uh, uh, um, things do get better because suddenly you've got Skip in the middle and they don't have that space anymore. Uh, as I thought, Emerson Royal looked like a proper right back to me. How did you lot think about the, the their, their performance, Jim? Uh, second half was definitely much better. I mean, if games were played in halves, we, we would have may, may have got a few more points in the uh, on the table. But mm-hmm. um, the, the game was the game was done by then. We know we need to do more. Done. Yeah, and it was it was it's, it's so disheartening talk about these players all the time and then you know you, you look forward to the match all week and then they, they come and they, they give you that and it's so crap and yeah. why why is why can't we play a normal game i wouldn't care about losing i want to see a passionate display of football which yeah. like we see in in you know like the 19 other teams in the yeah. league yeah. when they're yeah, losing I, they work hard and they play hard i agree we, with you Jeff. i mean I, don't, I think dissecting and dissecting the game like we normally do is probably pointless at this stage this was on tottenham Arsenal derby, Arsenal versus Tottenham. It's supposed to, it was a hundred years, uh, um, uh, a hundred year game because it's been a hundred years since the derby side, and um, it was an embarrassment. I thought a real embarrassment. I mean, when I say a hundred years, it's a hundred years since they moved north of the river, became from Woolwich Arsenal to the Arsenal, uh, just after the First World War. Now um, there was no passion on the pitch. Uh, they didn't have a, any idea about. Uh, did any other player show you anything that 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 you would have um, skipped it when he came on? What about you, Steve? Fought. He fought. Well, you see, I I I think Jaffet did as well. Jaffet the too. Half, but then he he suffered from the. I, and I almost thought he was taken off because he was the youngest and the least likely to um, complain. That's what I thought. 
You know, that wasn't a, a substitute. That was a, a substitution of convenience because he wanted to get those players on. So uh, he, didn't want, he didn't want to challenge the big names. That's how I feel. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, well, having said all that, you know, if we'd have had that penalty and then mm. the goal, their goalkeeper made a great save from Moira mm. in yes. um, the last few minutes, you know, it's, um, it's a fantastic 3-3 draw. Um, and we know that's not the case. We also know that Arsenal took their uh, their foot off the pedal, didn't they? They were they'd won the game. They were they were going through the motions the second half. So yes, we won the second half one nil. But you know, if it had got a bit closer, I think they'd have gone for it. Having said all that, in the last ten minutes, we did we put up a bit more of a fight. You know, we were trying to get the ball. We were harassing them. We were chasing them down. We did give away a few niggly fouls, but that's with because we were chasing the game and trying to get the ball. And Still, I but nothing see, from pain. We still got nothing from Kane, did we? No, oh no, no. I think he's. I've already written him off almost. You know, um, why is he playing then? We we lose well. We ne- we need him to score so we can get some money at Christmas. Um, at the moment, his his value is probably going down about what five million a game a week. Yes, yeah, yeah, something like that. So well, that's why he'd probably be happy with that because every five million that goes <laughs> yes. off his value, he gets a million on his wages. Yeah. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe that's that's, the, that's maybe that's the tactic. It's certainly working. Let's, let's talk about the big elephant in the room, which I really wanted to talk to you about. And I know we've had this before last time, but we've had last three games we've come in the Premier League. Forget about the other games that, um, that you know in the two Mickey Mouse tournaments that we've been in, but just in the last three Premier League games, first three Premier League games we scored three goals. Last three Premier League games we've conceded nine goals and scored yeah. one. Okay, three of those have come of the four goals that we've scored. Three of those have come from uh, um, Son, and I can't remember who scored the other. Was it uh, Mora scored one goal? I think. I don't remember. God, I can't we had, remember either. So, yeah. uh, uh, it was a penalty, I think. That Delhi. Oh, Delhi. Yeah, Delhi scored that. Yeah, yeah God scored a penalty. There you go. That's so we had one penalty and three goals from uh, uh, from Son. So the question to you is: I mean, let's be very honest about it. There's something very wrong with the team. Whether it's with three nil against Crystal Palace, three nil against Chelsea, three one against Arsenal, we can't see a win coming from anywhere. Nuno's got to go, surely. Answer. Well, I mean, I'll, I'd, yeah, I mean, is it, uh, I'd, what, what are you going to do? Get someone else in who's got that still that ragtag? And maybe it could. Uh, Ryan Mason do any worse? Jam, what's your view? Give me a you, quick. Have you, you so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the dressing room, but just from like seeing everyone's body language on the field when they play, look at the second goal that we can see or the third goal where Harry Kane comes, loses the ball, comes flying in. The faces of everyone on the pitch, all our players are all looking at Harry Kane with utter disgust. And that's not disgust from looking at your, your, your best player making a mistake. That's disgust from you've left us, you failed us, and now we have no faith in you and you have no faith in us. So there's, there's something much deeper that I don't think Nuno can fix. Why didn't why why is is why is Harry Kane still playing? You know, why he should have been sold. He yeah. should have been sold. And then on top of that, it's not like it's not one or two matches where he's like, oh, he needs to get his head back in the game. It's been five or six matches that we've yeah. seen him walking yeah. around like he doesn't care. He should not be starting. He should not be starting. Cam, you do mention the Kane thing, and I don't think there's a player, there's a Spurs fan that that disagrees with you. However, I want to put you back a bit both of you, on the fact that, let's just part the Kane issue, which is very obvious, clearly there, is the fact that in five Premiership games, we scored four goals, one a penalty and three from Son, and we've conceded nine goals in the last three games. I ask you again, that with the tact, taking Kane out of the equation, just imagine Kane doesn't play, Nuno doesn't have a clue how to score. 
Didn't didn't we say in the first? But, three but good games, players, good good team players come from harmony in the team. You know, like like interplay. It doesn't matter how you set up; you can set up tactically okay. terribly. So you have to as long as there's good. There's, yes and no. Yeah, absolutely. He should be dropping Kane. See, let me say, put this to you. I'm going to put this question to you again. In the um, now, the goals. You know what the rough stats say. You know what's going on. You know that that the Kane's not going to produce it. You know that what the situation is um, as it stands. Where do where do we get our next win from with this manager who clearly doesn't know? They said in the first three games. Well, Nuno set us up very defensively. We got one goal. We defended a a one nil, and we won three games. Right. Well, in the next three games, we've conceded nine goals. Yeah. Clearly, that don't work. So you can't defend. You can't score. We've got no midfield. Where does this manager take us if we stick with him? Well, I, I don't think anyone else is going to do any better, unfortunately, because I think that the personnel is uh, it's limited. Um, a lot of those players appear to be past their sell-by date or they're not interested. Um, I, I think if they were interested and were committed, they mm. would play with more spirit and more passion. And in some ways, the game would would change from on the field. You know, the, the, the players would start to adapt and change and play to, to what they would think. You know, they try and get back in the, in the, into the games that, that we're, um, we're, we're um, three nil down, two nil down, whatever it might be. And we don't do that. The players don't take it, seem to take any personal responsibility. You know, we've all played football at varying levels. So even at the, the, the most useless level, which certainly I've played at, but if you're losing three nil, you, you roll your sleeves up and you give it a go, don't you? You don't shrug your shoulders and let it go. It's, it's yeah. human nature. I don't understand it. I don't understand the mentality. This is against Arsenal too. The players, yes, that's Arsenal. right. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at the game there when one of the Arsenal players has thrown themselves to the ground after mm. look at the skip booking, for example. Yes. Where it was a it was a coming together. It wasn't certainly wasn't a booking. It probably was a foul. And the Arsenal players surround the ref and they do this and they do that. Where are the Spurs players? If oh. I was a Spurs player in that situation now and they were trying to get my player booked, what would you do? You'd be flying in there, you'd be pushing and shoving, you'd try and get the whole thing going, wouldn't you? That's what you do. You wouldn't just let them dictate the play, let exactly. them influence the ref. And we didn't do any of that stuff. And that's basic thing. Those are basic things. Most other Premier League teams wouldn't do that. They would get in there and, and and defend their corner. We don't do that. There's a real problem with the players. It's not just the management. Well, okay, Jan, that's Steve said it's a real problem with the players, not just the management. Okay, I've given you the facts, what I said. We can't defend, we can't attack, we, can't, uh, we have no midfield. We've got Nuno as the manager. Uh, <laughs> um, no one else will take the job, could Steve? Got nobody else that can do it. <laughs> So well, what, what, I'm, what does I'm that mean? If, if, if I get the phone call, I'll obviously I'll step in. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Well, I mean, I've just laid it out there. Nine goals in three games. I scored one thanks to some fantastic goal with with Gail uh, um, uh, Regulon and Sonny. But we need to talk about Regulon because I think he's a very poor defender, um, especially that 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 the second fourth potential goal that he didn't. We just like watched him. We walked with him. But we'll come on to that. I want to ask you, Jem. So what do we do? Stick with Nuno till we get relegated? So how many I more think, games I have think we got? There's, there's definitely, you, there's definitely you, both. Hold on. If you're Daniel Levy now, how many more games do you give him to turn this round before we get a win? I don't know, man. I would let him go. I'm, like you said, I would let him go. Try again. It's the what's the worst that can happen? Try someone else. Because honestly, I don't. I don't have faith in Nuno, and that that's what it comes down to. I don't blame him entirely, but I have no any, faith in him. Any like manager, you said, 
But I mean, come on, look at this. Look at the regular situation because the regular situation is very, very telling because he's really not playing very well. He can't cross the ball. He can't defend too well. Um, he'll hold on to the ball and maybe pass it down the line eventually, uh, you know, to someone. But um, I think there's a, there's an easy choice there. You put put Jaffet out there on the left. He can play on the left. He can also tuck in and become a centre back and let Royal have all the freedom on the right where he doesn't really have to defend. A, a smart, nuanced manager maybe think of that, you know. But I don't see that. Don't also, tell us that with Skip. Why was Skip not starting today? There was no reason for him not to start. There was no reason for any of these. We not all know the player that needed to be dropped before this match. For the last three matches, it's been Deli Ali. Yeah, he starts and, and, time, and, and time again. You know, and Dombele give give or take because he's not he's not other than his mistakes for the two goals against Wolves. He, he's not maybe producing anything, but he's holding on to the ball and he's trying. He's running. You've we've all seen his commitment is mm-hmm. is improved. I'm not saying he's the, he's he's the best no, most athletic no, no, player no. in the world. He's not he's not Kante by any means. But he's what did running. he actually deliver he's today? Running. What did he actually do? He's not. But he's running more than Delhi. Delhi. What did Delhi do? Did he touch he the would... ball? Did Delhi touch the ball? And Delhi touched was... the ball a lot. He influenced the game okay. just because he, he never influenced the entire game. Yeah, five Arsenal players get between him and our goal, and he's just stood there. In a, yeah, in a, because the manager a, decided to play him as a central defensive midfielder when he's not that player. When you have Skip in the team, who should be doing that? So, you what's know, your view then? Sack Nuno now? Sack. I mean, I think Dan- Daniel Levy should step out there and put a tracksuit on and go out there and show us what he can do. That's, that's See, really was where we come. You make, a, you make a very good yeah, point. You've, got, you've, got, a, go you've got to persist with him, and, and we need until when, Steve? When we're in the bottom three? How long? Well, how long no, how long I think we've got, got to. We need to try and play. Um, well, I think tactically there, he has made some, made some errors. At the same time, I think players have to take responsibility. So against the Chelsea game, when Chelsea brought Kante on at half-time, mm. we didn't bring anyone to, um, to counter that. That was he the point at which, once he saw Kante go out there, he should have sent, sent on Skip. OK, he was, a bit, he, had an, he was injured. He may have been injured today, of course. You'd have sent Skip on immediately to try and counter that. And he, we didn't. We waited till we were, we'd lost the game before we did that. And that's after a first half where we'd done pretty well. Mm. Um, we just we don't get players forward, do we? We don't get in the box. We don't make chances. We are relying on Kane having a shot from the outside of the box. I watch the highlights. It's admittedly only the highlights of Brentford and Liverpool. Brentford have had six of their players in the Liverpool penalty area. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're lucky to get one. You know, when we talk about regularly on not getting a cross in or maybe us not getting crosses in early enough. Well, they've got no one to aim for. There's nobody there. Yeah, there's no one in the box. And, you know, yeah. and, and Kane at the moment is trotting in, isn't he? I think at one point he tried to tackle Son. Son got the ball and carried and dro- drove into the penalty area. Um, and Son was waiting. He wanted someone else to be absolutely got, the body language... to get in the penalty area. And, he, okay, and Steve, Kane wasn't there. Steve, the body language between Son and Kane, we, we, we need to talk about. You're absolutely right. Was yeah. that, not what it was last season. But can I answer me this question, which I asked you, and that is, how long has he got? So would you tolerate another three losses in the... In the how many more losses are you going to give this guy before you start calling for his head? I know. I, I, think, I think you should always give a, a manager at least a season, to be honest. So even if we're relegated then? Well... What do you do? Do you wait till we're in the bottom three? This is the question you're asking. Can you asking. name me t- uh, three teams three. in the Premier League right now? Well, I mean, well, who are we going the, to... The, what, what, when do we send for Sam Allardyce? Is that what you're saying? Mm. Oh, well, I'm saying you've got Brian Mason did a better job. Simple. Saying, just, just, I, 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 
Nuno is making me pine for the days of Mourinho, and that's oh no, 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 yeah, no, seriously, I'll take Mourinho back in a heartbeat no, right now no, because at least Mourinho, there was a plan, there was tactical changes, there was you know, it, we weren't didn't defend great, but when we lost, it was from stupid individual errors at the end mm. of the match. You know, we played well until until the last ten minutes, and now with Nuno, it's like there's just no cohesion. There's no at least at least with Mourinho, the team spirit was there. Players played for each other a little bit, even though See, they weren't playing very well, but. I don't know. That's not uh, bad. Uh, you're absolutely right, Jim. I mean, I'm not. Let's not go into the Mourinho thing and and uh, what what could have been. But one of the things that has been very obvious in the last two games against Chelsea and against um, Arsenal, um, and the, every commentator that I've heard has said this, is that uh, um, uh, we just don't look like a team at that level who has an idea of how to play football at that level might be okay on on a as a well, Against uh, Chelsea, we were called a high school team. Uh, today, we were called a testimonial team. Um, but nobody could see any any way that 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 you'd play a London derby and give Arsenal a space and the time that they had. There isn't a Championship team that would do it. There probably isn't a team in the second, third, and fourth division that would stand off and give them the whole of the midfield to line up and take as many shots as they can. That smacks to me, not necessarily, Steve, we haven't got the players. That smacks to me of absolutely not having a clue how to manage or how to run this team or, or uh, um, none of the players knowing even how to what they're supposed to do. Um, and that, that is why... Personally, I think that Nuno should go because he just—I just don't see that in any game, in the last six games, the guys know what they're doing. Steve, that's that's because you've got Ali and Ndombele in the midfield, though, isn't it? Mm. We haven't okay. got who put them you know, there. We're not competing in that area of the field. We're conceding yeah. that. Who put them um, there, though? Sorry, who put them there? Well, I know. I, well, yeah, I, then I, I guess you're, I know, you're I'm sometimes, 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 You can see it. I can see it. Why can't he see it? Well, I, I still have a fit. I still think that there's something in Ndombele. Me too. Where? Me too. When? What is he going to take? I don't know. But, but I mean, you know, it's he, can't just, like, he can't attack. A player like him needs confidence. And when there's no confidence around him, when other people aren't pinging and singing yeah. like yeah. like well and playing good football, like what are you really supposed to do as a as a flair player? You he's know? a luxury player. You're absolutely. He is a luxury, luxury player, player, but why when should you, we have luxury players? We are Tottenham Hotspurs. We're like a top, you know, like supposedly a top six team in the in the country. We're supposed to be able to have. Players who know what they're doing in the back and players who know what they're doing in the front. But it seems like the only one we have on our whole team is Son, you know? All right, so final question, because nobody's answering this question, but I want to ask you, if you're Daniel Levy right now, and you've been around for a long time, Steve, you and me were there when Enix took over at the season ticket holders at the time. I can remember the first person they signed as a manager was Glenn Hoddle. You can remember that. Sacked, uh, was it George Graham? When Enik took over, he yeah. went and Glenn Hoddle came in. I remember that. We were all very excited until the 7-0 defeat against Southampton. Uh, against, uh, he lost a, against Southampton at the end that we got beaten badly. That was Hoddle's last game. Anyway, I, I diverge. I, I think Hoddle, Hoddle was sacked for other reasons, non-footballing uh, reasons, if I remember. Okay, good point. Um, but what I'd like to ask you then, guys, is Daniel, you all know Daniel Levy. How many, to put a number on it and give me an or a date, how much time does he give? Uh, um, does he give Nuno? Jan. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets sacked. He gets sacked, you know, by by tomorrow morning. Uh, would not be surprised at all. But I see it going until 
they may give him until Christmas. Why not? You know, I don't think it matters at this point. Like I said, I don't think yeah. anyone's going to come in. I think the biggest elephant in the room is that Brighton are about to be first after six games. And Graham Potter was our number one choice for a lot of our fans. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I think karma is a bitch. Excuse my language. Uh, Steve, answer the same question to you. How long, oh, Daniel, well, you're Daniel Levy now, what do you do? How long do you do? He's going to wait until after the um, the Christmas and New Year um, fixtures. There'll be what we, there's four games in a very close period of time, and I think he'll wait till after that and see where we are. If we're mid table and safe, I think he'll persist with him. Okay, I will. I have to disagree with you both because I can. I'm going to uh, take you back to the Juan de Ramos days. We were in the bottom three. Um, uh, we start. We just won the uh, um, <laughs> the League Cup. You probably remember the season before uh, with Juan de Ramos. He came in. We had uh, Poyet as assistant manager. Uh, it was a great uh, season due to start. We brought in um, Ramos. He was an absolute disaster. I think in eight games, we won one Very or two. And uh, uh, Levy didn't mess around. He was out and, and Harry came in. I wouldn't be surprised if exactly the same happened. So we're now six games in, three wins, three losses, three goals, a minus four goals, a minus five goal difference, uh, nine points, three losses for the first three, three nil, three, nine goals conceded in three game losses for the first time in 18 years. Um, so that's a, that's a history for, for, for Enix. I don't think that was, that was, that was before their time. So I'll give him another maximum two games if not tomorrow morning yep. alright guys uh, uh, on that depressing note the thing that depresses me the most guys was the fact that there was this was a London derby and even though you're in the dumps you're the worst team in the world if you could see the, the passion from Arteta and from his team yeah. from race for yeah. it and you see the passion the passionless <laughs> spurs um, backboneless Spurs that I mean even in the past when we've had poor teams and they were winning everything we always raised ourselves for this game today I saw none of that and did any of you see anything that you can you, you, any anything that you can be proud of no, Steve? I mean absolutely the, 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 the most emotion we saw from Nuno was uh, he stroked his beard that was it really wasn't it yeah yeah no, I, will, I will not be disappointed if Nuno does get fired that's that's really what it comes down to unfortunately no. Okay, guys. So let's assume that Nuno doesn't get fired, and the next game is Watford. I think is it Watford away again? Yeah, um, three times in like four. In the we haven't played Watford, have we? No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Wolves. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wolves. You're thinking Wolves. Yeah, we'll play Watford. So if we play like this, and prediction, Steve. Uh, I mean, I think I think we'll raise our game for Watford. So we've played Watford. We beat Watford because I remember yeah. Soko coming on. Who's so our next Villa, game? Villa's yeah. our next match. Oh, Villa's out yep. away? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, at home. Villa at home. Steve, prediction? Oh, dear. Well, again, I say if we raise our game, we'll only lose 2-0. Yeah, that's tough. No, we have some really tough matches coming up. Um, we've got we, we got Villa next, which we'll probably lose because Villa are playing very well, even though, you know, they're, they lost recently to Chelsea, even in, in a match they played excellently in. Um, then after that, we got Newcastle, who's going to be tricky. Then we face mm-hmm. West Ham, which we're definitely going to oh. get battered in. Oh, yeah. So, um, looking at our next fixture list, I I probably see us losing to Villa and Nuno getting fired. We've we've got a game on Thursday, though, haven't we? We do, we do. We play on Mura. I don't know who they are. So, this is where Nuno gets a win finally. (laughs) Um, uh, And uh, uh, the the the, well, we did beat Wolves on penalties. 
in the in the league game. Now, so prediction for the score against Villa, Cham. Steve said two 0 What do you say? Yeah, I see two one to Villa. Two one to Villa. Okay. Well, I don't see any reason to break the um, current streak, and I think we'll concede three, as we always do. Um, <laughs> and uh, maybe Son might get one, so maybe another three one or a three nil. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see Danny Ings, won't we? A player we might possibly have, have got. I know. I know Lee Watkins, who didn't want to come to us yeah. either. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. On that depressing <laughs> note, um, I think that we were looking. I think last year, we last season, we ended we ended the year at Christmas at top of the table and then had a massive dive. This year, we're going to be looking to. Uh, and the and have Christmas at the bottom of the table if things carry on as they are. So, <laughs> but as we always say on these things, come on, you Spurs! That's come Kem on, you Lily Rice! Come on, you Spurs! One of these come days. Come on, Florida signing off, Jem. Jem from Connecticut, you. Steve and Steve within sight of the of White Hart Lane, as I insist on still calling it. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.